Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast, brought to you in part by Book of Zen, makers of wearable inspiration for a better world. Today's podcast has been edited and adapted from the book entitled The Art of Being Alive by Ella Wheeler Wilcox, published in 1914. Stop wondering why you were born into this world. Stop looking for faults and flaws. Rise up today with joy and say, I am going to be alive. In every thousand people who are living on this earth, not more than one is alive. To be really alive means more than to be a moving, breathing, eating, drinking, and talking human being. Those who are actually alive find the days too short to pursue all the wonderful explorations which life offers them. They find life itself a continual adventure, an unfolding panorama, with opportunities for pleasure and achievement at every turn. Those who are alive find themselves an object of interesting study, however dissatisfied they may be, for they know that they are part of eternity, and that in themselves lie all the powers and possibilities latent in the universe. Those who are fully alive enjoy the earth and all its pleasures. They love the slap of the wind upon their cheek, the dash of the waves upon their breast, the motion of their limbs in a swift walk, the ecstasy of rhythm in the dance, the vibrant chill of the morning. They love labor and the fatigue which follows. In their harmoniously developed body there is not one lazy or unused muscle. But being alive does not stop there. Those who practice the art of being alive to its fullest extent have an alert, receptive brain and an awakened spirit. Without these you would simply be a splendid animal. But with these you are the highest expression of the creative power visible to human sight. And with these your opportunities for happiness and usefulness grow exponentially. To be alive means knowing the pleasures of the three planes, the physical plane for which your body is fashioned, as well as the pleasures of the mental and spiritual plane. The soul who is alive in all these ways radiates light, cheer, sympathy, and helpfulness to all who come within its circle. The individual who is truly alive realizes that they must use their own position in the world and their own environment as the first field of action if they hope to reach success in any venture. You must not wait for luck or a miracle to give you a change of location and surroundings better suited to your tastes. You must make the conditions which you desire from whatever environment destiny has provided you, for out of every day you are called to make a little bit of heaven. No difficulty can discourage, no obstacle dismay, no trouble disheartened the person who has acquired the art of being alive. Difficulties are but dares of fate, obstacles but hurdles to try your skill, troubles but bitter tonics to give you strength, so that you might rise higher and greater after each encounter with adversity. Those who are alive find pleasure in the simplest things, and to them nothing is commonplace, nothing is menial, and they are never bored for nature Human nature and themselves are ever interesting subjects of contemplation and study. The future is thus a radiant vision growing ever more and more wonderful. 
If you are alive, you are in touch with every new movement. You are awake to the march of progress and the discoveries of science, and you lend a listening ear to those who speak of the metaphysical. On the other hand, if you are dull or indifferent or unbelieving when these great facts of life are mentioned in your presence, then you are no more alive to the vital truths of the day than is the child unborn or the patient in a coma. The marvels which exist all about you, the wonderful experiences which have been retold by thousands of intelligent human beings, should speak to your mind and heart and awaken your respectful interest if you are really alive. If you are bored with life and work, if you think the years of early youth alone are the happy years, if you believe that sentiment and romance are evanescent feelings, if you find daily life commonplace, if you imagine you are too old or too busy to make something worthwhile of your opportunities, then you are not alive. If you believe sickness, poverty, and unhappiness cannot be changed to health, comfort, and peace by yourself, then you are indeed unborn. And if you think elasticity of body and mind, and a joyful outlook, worthy achievements, and vital joy in life cannot accompany you along the way after the half-century mark has passed, then you are not alive. You merely exist, and you are losing a wonderful chance to utilize for the good of the world, and for your own good, these golden days that have been allotted to you. Like someone who is blindfolded groping their way, do not try to touch beyond today. Since all the future is concealed from sight, you need but strive to make the next step the right one, the one that leads to a life worthwhile. How to live a life that is worthwhile differs in the minds of individuals. That which seems worthwhile to one person may seem unendurable to another. So long as there is deep interest, enthusiasm, and pleasure in the life we are living, that life must be worthwhile even if to the outside observer it seems frivolous or mistaken. The world is made interesting by its variety of inhabitants, with their varying ideas and occupations. If the earth was peopled with one kind of human being, all bent on the same object and doing the same kind of work or following the same kind of pleasure, it would become intolerably monotonous. Even the frivolous things, the mistaken things, and the wrong things which people do are sometimes worthwhile because they lead those who are engaged in them to the knowledge of their worthlessness. Looking back along the road of life, many of us can see where we profited by pursuing the wrong path for a while. We learned that it led to the land of nowhere or into failures and quagmires, and now we are protected from wanting to tread that path again. Not every soul can win the race by always running right. Some feet must circle the mountain space before they can gain the summit, do not judge others by the speed at which they make their ascent. Sympathy is the keynote of the life worthwhile. Remember that most lives contain something which makes them worthwhile, even though it may remain forever hidden from us. My own ideal of a life worthwhile is one which brings into play all of our innate physical, mental, and spiritual powers. It includes growth along all of those lines from youthful adolescence to the maturity of age. First of all must come a purpose, an object. It may be the cultivation of a talent, it may be the learning of a trade, 
maybe the accomplishment of some charitable aim or the establishment of an ideal home or the performance of a duty. But whatever it is, however simple or however great, there must be enthusiasm behind your goal. And there must be something more than mere personal aggrandizement or the desire to outshine or outdo someone else to make it a cornerstone of a life worthwhile. We must also be conscious of the necessity to be as well as to do. So many of us striving to achieve and perfect the work we have chosen to do fail to realize how much more important is the work of perfecting our character. In fact, should that not be considered the real work of a life worthwhile? After all, everything that we do ultimately passes away and is forgotten. However, who you are goes journeying on through a million lives upon a million spheres. Build your work the best you can in May, knowing that all mortal effort ends in dust. But build yourself, not as you may, but must, knowing for good or ill the self must stay. Do you seek wealth? If so, why? Is it so that you can acquire lots of expensive things? Or is it to enable you to make yourself more useful to the world? Are you sure of your own good sense and willpower to be certain that you would live a life worthwhile and use your riches wisely if you attained your objectives? Do you seek fame and glory? For what reasons? Is it so that you may be envied and praised? Or is it so that you might develop the best that lies in you so that you may be an influence for good in the world? Only as we analyze our motives and bring them to the standard where they can meet the clear eyes of our own conscience can ambition fit into the life worthwhile. Only as we analyze our motives and bring them to the standard where they can meet the clear eyes of our own conscience can ambition fit into the life worthwhile. All the material things of this life are meant for our enjoyment. However, to live wholly for material pleasures is to stay in elementary school and refuse to progress to the higher grades. The individual who appreciates the physical and mental sides of existence, but takes no interest in spiritual and ethical matters, can never live a truly worthwhile life. Every thought we send from our mind carries with it a certain vibration. Every emotion we conceal in our hearts sends forth its influence. The person who has an awakened consciousness of their own divine inheritance may not speak of it, but they radiate a certain something which may be likened to an ultraviolet light that carries healing and beauty on its beams. The person who is agnostic, indifferent, or an unbeliever in anything beyond this physical plane of existence cannot radiate this light because they have not provided themselves with the spiritual mechanism which produces the violet rays of the soul. Wealth, education, and position in society may all enable the individual to live a life worthwhile in a broader and more useful sense than the severely disadvantaged person. However, every man and woman, regardless of their circumstances and position in life, has the opportunity to live a life worthwhile, positively impacting the world around them. If you are a victim of failure, and are wondering why you have not succeeded as well as many other less deserving people you know. It might be well for you to look back upon your past. It is of course easier and more agreeable to lay the blame of all your misfortunes upon fate. But your future will stand a better chance of being brighter if you discover what part of it lies in yourself, 
and learn how to overcome circumstances and change your environment. Perhaps you were meaning to walk the right path, but went astray and fell into patterns of selfishness and vice. Now you don't know the way back and feel that it is too late to try and find the path. But there is never a soul so lost that it cannot get back on the right track. Good fortune follows those who help themselves. Perhaps you have begun ten things and never finished one, and have formed slipshod methods of thought and action, which are the real cause of all your failures. You can do twenty things passably, and nothing well. Yet you wonder why you have never found your place in the world, and why your many capabilities have met with such poor reward. You may be one of those people who no sooner begin a piece of work than they are seized with a feverish desire to do something else, and so rush through what you have started at breakneck speed, shortchanging the work in hand for the work in mind. Or still worse, you may be a victim of the one of these days and time enough mottos. If you have an ambition or purpose in your mind, act upon it at once. There is not an hour to waste. Do something toward a new beginning. Rouse yourself from the lethargy of dreams and make a real start. It is wonderful what power comes to us after we really begin an undertaking. However, with every postponement of that beginning, just so much power evaporates. The road to success lies along the path of decision, up the hill of endeavor, and across the bridge of patience. The road to defeat lies through the valley of pretty soon and the winding paths of wait a while. Whatever you intend to do, begin now. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. For free transcripts of our podcasts, visit us online at livinghour.org. Today's podcast was sponsored in part by autosuggestion.io. Transform your life in 30 days. Discover the autosuggestion sound method at autosuggestion.io. And by Book of Zen, makers of wearable inspiration and motivational gifts. Visit them online at bookofzen.com. Subscribe to the Inspirational Living Podcast by looking us up in the iTunes store. If you're using an Android phone, download the Stitcher app and you'll find us on there. We deliver new podcasts twice a week, every Tuesday and Thursday. Thanks for joining us. I look forward to talking to you next time.